welcome back to another episode of Motor City Bets. You're joined today by Trevor and Josh. Josh, how are you doing, sir? You know, Trevor, uh, another day, another dollar, as they say. Uh, I'm alive and I'm well, and I can't complain. We've got a very, very jam-packed episode ahead of us, and I'm really excited to, you know, really dive into to yours and I's Super Bowl preview. How have you been uh, doing there, Trevor? Well, Josh, I am very excited to talk about the Super Bowl. However, I I'm jealous of your your optimism and positivity after. You know, Thursday and our our gambling woes that day. Josh and I each lost every single bet that we placed. Uh, it's been a slippery slope for us these past couple of days here. Uh, there is six minutes left in this Oregon versus, I don't even know, Washington State, Washington, whatever. Six minutes left in this game. And if Oregon <laughs> doesn't win, I will have lost. Oh, I will have gone 0 for 10 today, people. It's just not. Oh, <laughs> It's not how you fucking draw it up, especially after last night when I was I was I was winning a lot. So classic, classic. Um, we're just fucking we're 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 off, but we're saving we're saving all of our luck and all of our our proper picks for the Super Bowl, obviously. So, Josh, with that being said, I want to transition us into our favorite segment on this show, and that is Detroit Sports Update. Uh Give us a little preview, sir, of the wide world of Detroit sports through the first week of February. Where do we stand? It's it's terrible. It's terrible, <laughs> Trevor. Nothing, nothing has changed and nothing's going to change for at least the next two, three, maybe even four years. There's really nothing to report. Every single team is losing. You know, Michigan State, they had a good game against Iowa. I guess they looked I mean, the best they've looked all really they looked all season. like a, they looked like a Michigan State team. I guess that's a win to a, in and yeah, of itself to a degree, even of. though it was yeah, even though it was a loss. It was a uh, God. It was you know times times are really tough. You know between sports here and then online gambling. You know we're we're experiencing the lowest of the lows right now. TL. Well, that's the best part about it, Josh. You have to experience the lows to really enjoy the peaks. So clearly, you know, we can't, from a sports perspective, really get too much worse. The Wings are on a nine or ten game losing skid. And I have Impressive. Taken, I've taken them money line every single game along this entire losing skid. So that's fantastic for me. That'll hurt your wallet. <laughs> Nothing's been going well. And I think that that's a perfect opportunity for us to look ahead to the future and obviously the big the big game is this weekend the super bowl the, the, the game that kids dream about playing in so we gave a slight preview last weekend on our show we talked about it we dipped our toes in the water just a little bit we teased ourselves a little bit thinking about the super bowl josh the super bowl is in a couple of days it's happening it's going on. It's in Florida. There's going to be fucking fans there. The first time in the Super Bowl era that the championship team is hosting the championship game. Mm-hmm. There's just a whole. I mean, it's also in Florida, which I feel like just kind of casts a little like weird energy over it in general. Anyways, this game feels weird. And the closer we get to this game, the weirder and weirder it feels. Josh, let's try and find a, a path through these choppy waters here, sir. How are you feeling about the game? I'm incredibly excited. You know, I get to see two of the game's greatest quarterbacks, you know, competing at the highest level. 
I'm excited to see, you know, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski. You know, there's there's a lot of guys to to really keep your eye on, and that's only on the offensive side of the ball. We haven't even talked about the defensive side of the ball with Tyran Matthew, you know, Devin White, um, Chris Jones. There, there's there's so many good players on both sides. You know, Jason Pierre-Paul for for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's there's a lot of, of high caliber players playing in this year's uh Super Bowl. I mean it's gonna be it's kind of gonna be a competitive game. Super Bowl though, you know, you want you want the highest end players playing it ideally, right? Yeah, no, without without a question. I think it's gonna be a really great hard fought game. You know I have a feeling about the way he, this game is gonna go, but it, it, I'm really prepared for for anything at this point. I feel you, sir. And I, I want to try and, and add some navigation to what's going on here with some pretty wacky stats. So Let's anyone, do it. anyone who's ever been betting the Super Bowl before realizes that the Super Bowl is kind of, I mean, besides it being the, supposedly the best football game of the year, which to touch on your point, Josh, I'm fully aligned. I do think that this year's Super Bowl is probably, it's got to be one of the more talented ones that I've seen recently, at least. But it's always a fun time to bet crazy props. There's obviously there's just so much stuff going on. So I want to I want to jump in immediately to a stat that just leaps off the paper. And this stat is the fact that teams wearing white are 13 and 3 straight up in the last 16 Super Bowls, Josh. And can you tell me sir, which of these two teams is wearing white? That would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mr. Trevor Lang. See, sir, so this is this just to me, this muddies the waters even more. Oh, I yeah. mean, I the Bucs, I mean, not the Bucs, rather, KC last year was wearing red when they won. That's that is that is a good point. So, one of these three teams that like one of the three teams that beat a white team in the Super Bowl was KC. So, that kind of brings you up to like, can they do it again? I don't know. Can they repeat? And Josh, here's another absolutely absurd fact. Teams straight up are 0-8 in the last eight Super Bowls when the favored team has a minus 500 win percentage against the spread during the regular season. Guess who has a minus 500 win percentage in the regular season against the spread, Josh? Don't tell me it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to have to tell you it's the Kansas City Chiefs. So these first two stats are kind of alarming if you're a fan of the barbecue from Kansas City. I mean, you got to be a little concerned. You got to be a little concerned moving ahead here. Um, And there's uh, this kind of transitions us perfectly into the next stat, Josh. Only eight teams have ever won back-to-back. The most recent of those teams were the Tom Brady-led New England Patriots in 2004 and 2005. Interesting. I just, so first three weird Super Bowl stats that I've seen kind of paint a weird picture for KC. Yeah. You know, that's a really, the the picture that you just painted for me, Trevor, it's, it's very combobulated and, and there's so much going on. I can't, I, I don't know if this, the, the stats that you just kind of gave me were were enough to to really give me a better picture about who's going to win this game. What do you what do you think, Trev? Well, 
I'm still kind of mixed. I kind of want right. to get there, there's there's some more stats out there for the for these two teams. I want to kind of get to here, but last weird Super Bowl stat before we get on to some more like just kind of more random stats just in general. Um, is the fact that the pass yards over props have gone zero and four in the last two Super Bowls. Zero and four. Zero and four. Ooh. I feel like everyone. I feel like. So hear, hear me out here, Josh. So in my mind, I think that the people think that this is going to be a gunslinging game between a very talented young quarterback and a very smart and very formerly super talented old quarterback. And I think that everyone's just going to think that Tom Brady is just going to be slugging missiles to the best of his ability. Not too dissimilar to the Drew Brees game plan with the Saints versus the Bucks a couple of weeks ago in the playoffs. But I don't know if these stats are ever indicating that. And here's one. I'm just going to continue to pile stats onto this, Josh, that just continually make this game even less clear. Oh, please. I need more. It'll only help. 11 of the last Super Bowls went under. 11 of the last 20 Super Bowls went under, including the last two. Wow. Interesting. I feel like, I feel like everyone's thinking the over. And according to Vegas, 68% of the cash and 74% of the tickets are on the over. Which means everybody, including the big money, is feeling the over. And that kind of makes you want to take the under. It kind of want to make it kind of makes you want to take the under. Josh, can we get a weather report for what's going on in Tampa Bay this weekend? I let's, think it's a little cold in Florida this this weekend. Well, let's let's take a gander. You know, at the at the beautiful weather. Well, while you while you're pulling it up, Josh, while, while you're pulling it up, here's another one for you. Chiefs are one in nine against the spread over their last ten games, including playoffs. Oof, that's a, that's a, that's a really ugly, ugly their, statistic. Their only cover was last week against the Bills in those past ten games. <laughs> Wow. That makes it more confusing to me because, like, b- before they beat the Bills, they were 0-9 in the last nine games against the spread. Really? That's interesting. I, did All they right, turn Trevor. it on in the playoffs? Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. Go ahead. Let's hear the weather here, sir. No worries. No worries. All right. It says here for Sunday Super Bowl forecast. At 6.30 p.m., the projected temperatures are a high of 72 degrees with a low of 61 degrees. Those, okay. those numbers aren't terrible. That's you know, that's that's warm weather. Chance of rain, 80% in the afternoon. Oh, yes. Yes, Josh. That's the stat that I was looking for. I was hoping that you're going to bring out some rain. 30% I, in I the lo- evening. I I'm going to go and say it here. I love the under. I loved the under last week, and I got absolutely fucked by it. But 80% rain, it's hard to throw a football in the rain, Josh. It's hard to catch a football in the rain. It, it is. And the last statistic is they're going to be projected winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Okay, that's not too bad. But a little bit of wind, some rain. A little cool, maybe, maybe a little cool. Seventy degrees is all right. It's comfortable, but it's, yeah, it's, no it's going to be really uncomfortable if you're if you're soaking wet from all that rain. I, I, mm, 
Mm, that changes things, Josh. Last week I bet I well not last week, I guess rather the championship weekend. I bet entirely based off of the weather. Every pick that I had, if you recall, I lost everything because the weather shifted. Mother Nature kicked you in the nuts. And now I'm sitting here and Mother Nature just like set the volleyball up for me. It's like, do I spike it or do spike I pass it. it to another teammate? I spike it. Spike. All these stats are telling me that this game isn't going to be offensive. Everything, everything on paper is now, especially with the weather, is jumping off. Is jumping off. That's going to be the under. And you know what that does, Josh? You know what all those numbers tell what? me? What are those? The numbers over. Tell you, like I'm, I'm so fucking confused here, sir. I know. I have absolutely no idea. Are you in a more clear mind state than me? I, I can't I can't say that I'm more clear, honestly. You know, there's there's so many ways this game could go. You know, with the rain in the afternoon, it's not really going to have a whole lot to do with the balls necessarily. It might have to do a little bit with the field, you know, but they I'm sure that they may put a tarp on the field till about mm. Oh, so you're saying it's going to rain early afternoon and not the evening. It's it said afternoon, but it didn't. Uh, okay. CBS Sports did not give me a time range, so uh, I'm I'm torn, Trevor. You know, none of these statistics really make it any clear as to what the projection well, of me, this game is really going to be. It, let me make it even more confusing. The Chief or Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are four and zero against the NFC South this year. That's really good. He's, he's Mahomes has averaged 340 yards per game with 12 tutties and only one interception in those four games against NFC South opponents. That's above his prop bet at 329 and a half. It is. That's like all these numbers, man, they're all conflicting and they're they're all saying the opposite of what you think. Another stat that kind of makes me favor maybe not the Chiefs is that 78% of cash and 65% of tickets are on the Chiefs. So for those listening at home that may not be familiar with what that means, I brought it up earlier when I was talking about the the total line. But what it's saying is that just under 80% of all money bet this weekend on this game is taking the Chiefs. And out of all that money, 65% of the tickets are. So that means that like, there are less tickets, but m- more tickets with higher value. If that makes any sense, Josh, do you do you understand that? Like, uh, did, I, did I explain that well enough? I know there's a lot of people out there that are kind of getting their feet wet with gambling who might not fully understand. No, yeah, that makes complete sense. Typically, when you have a lot of money and a lot of, and a high percentage of the tickets backing a certain side, personally for me, I'm always a fan of the underdog. And that, that's a clear indicator that the public and the money thinks that KC and the over are going to hit, which then makes me kind of want to turn around and go the other way, make my own path, so to speak. Okay. So, Josh, is there any other stats you're seeing here before we get into more of a projected discussion about the game? Yeah, I, I think th- there's two – stats that kind of stick out to me uh, before you know the Super Bowl takes place here on, on Sunday that 
is Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny, has over 55 rushing yards in all six of his career playoff games. His current prop bet, 48 and a half. That's... That that's that seems a little yeah. I'm I've got my uh, eye on that one. That's I, for sure. I like that stat, Josh. What's the other one that you had? And the 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 other stat that I have is you know Travis Kelsey. In my opinion, he's the greatest tight end in the NFL right now, without I, question. Mm, I, and without question, it's hard to say. <sighs> you're George Kittle guy, aren't you? Yeah, I, yeah, I am. He's got a, he's got a certain mm-hmm. amount of spunk to him. I don't know. All right, it's it's maybe it's the lettuce, you know. Yeah, that, he's that does help. With that him. does help. Yeah. The man's got impeccable flow. Uh, I would say, but my other uh, bet is, or statistic is Travis Kelsey has cashed in his reception prop in 10, 10 straight games. That's, oh, that's pretty consistent. Yeah, you'd have to think. Yeah, do uh, do we have what his perce- reception prop is for this game? I believe it is seven and a half at the moment. Seven and a half. Yes. Let me check on. I believe that was on Fanduel. I'm going to check on on Barstool right now. I like that bet, Josh. I like both those bets that you just tossed out at me. Before we get into more of a discussion about the game, I kind of want to I want I want to bring up we're going to get into some of our picks. Josh and I have a whole slew, but I want to I want to talk a little bit about like your philosophy towards betting this game here. Like are you putting the majority of your spend in a certain team? Are you putting it more on props? Are you going to do some live betting? Like what are you thinking about, Josh? Like, wh- like when you see this game, you see these tickets, like how are you approaching it for maybe the people back home who are a little bit I don't know, maybe not exactly 100% on what they may want to do. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things about the beauty of the Super Bowl is there's so many Mm -hmm. incredible, you know, things that you can gamble on. I've got a couple of really interesting props that, you know, I've done through some research that I've found out that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But I'm going to have, you know, probably a money line or a spread and then an over under on the game. And then I think I'm going to have maybe one or two kind of crazy parlays, you know, that are kind of fun. It might not necessarily happen. Um, and, you know, from there, I might I'm definitely going to do some live betting. That's for sure. Um, I, I was doing a statistic that I saw that I believe in four out of the past five Super Bowls, Trevor, you and I talked about this last time off camera, but I believe in four, four of the last five Super Bowls, the team that has won the toss has lost the Super Bowl. Yep. So immediately off the bat, I'm betting on whatever team. Yep. I'm, I'm, like, I'm betting against the team. I'm following. I'm following you right into that, Josh. I'm, I'm you and I. We're gonna be. We're gonna be riding that bet together. That being said, be sure to follow us on Twitter as we're both gonna be tweeting quite a bit during this game, trying to figure out what's going on. Any kind of fun, you know, between quarter halftime prop bets that pop up on either FanDuel or Barstool Sportsbook. We're gonna be tweeting about. Plus, just you know, how the game's going. We're looking forward to it quite a bit. Yeah, one quick thing here, Trevor. I finally was able to pull up Travis Kelsey's oh, perfect. receptions. 
Currently, it sits at eight and a half plus 110. I like that, Josh. Eight and a half receptions, that's a lot. And I, oh, that scares me. But, anyways, continue. Oh, no, no. I think that, I mean, we're going to get into our prop bets later. So I'm going to table that discussion for a little bit. Right, but in fair. order for one of my props to hit, that eight and a half makes a lot of sense. Um, that being said, before we get into all of our fun picks, like like Josh and I were talking about, we're gonna give our our like quote unquote real picks. You know, like what the the proper betting pick would be. So we're gonna put money on our team that we think is gonna win and all that kind of stuff. Then we're gonna get into some prop bets slash some kind of like just fun bets you can do with the Super Bowl. Josh and I then also have a couple kind of parlays, and then we have what we are calling the no fucking way picks. And uh, Josh and I both have parlays that have at least seven legs that if they hit, <laughs> we're going to be celebrating into the new year. 2021's a complete success. We're partying into 2022 if these work out. No doubt. But before we get too far out of ourselves, Josh, I want to circle back real quick. And let's let's talk about this game. We've kind of been alluding to it. These stats are now, you know, they're marinated into our thought processes how are we feeling? Josh, I'm going to start with you here. You have Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, potentially one of the best Super Bowls ever, at least on paper. That's how I was being promoted. That's how I think Twitter feels. Your gut reaction on how you think this game's going to go. Don't worry, because if you're wrong, we're only going to surface this every single time we ever talk about a Super Bowl again. So no no pressure. There's only a lot more Super Bowls in our lifetimes, hopefully. And uh, we're just going to bring it up every single time if you're incorrect. So no pressure. You got this. Tell me what you are expecting out of this game. Well, Trevor, wow, that was that was a lot. That was wow, holy cow. All right. That was impressive, sir. You you really moved me there. And you know what? You just changed one of my selections that that I that I had thought long and hard about. I think this is gonna be an incredibly fun Super Bowl to watch. You know, you've got both offenses who have a plethora of weapons, you know, Kansas City. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, McCall Hardman, um, Le'Veon Bell. They've got weapons. Then for Tampa Bay, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Scotty Miller, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. One thing I don't think is being talked about enough at the moment is the defense for both sides of the ball. I think both of these teams have, you know, pretty underrated defenses. You know, they're not top two or three in the league, but they, they're defenses who are talented. And when they're playing well, they're, they're really, really, really hard to stop. So I see this being an ultra competitive game. Originally I thought Kansas city might come in as like seven or eight point favorites. So I was definitely very encouraged to see, excuse me, the uh, line only be, you know, basically three, three and a half going into Sunday. So I'm just hoping for a, a 
a close game with a lot of excitement, whether it's on offense or on defense. How are you uh, kind of feeling about this weekend, Trevor? See, Josh, based off of uh, everything has been said and how everyone's been talking about, there's one stat that like, rips itself off the page from me that we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. We had said that 11 out of the last 20 Super Bowls went under, including the last two. That including the last two is what's really startling for me because I just don't know if statistically it makes much sense that three Super Bowls in a row are going to go under. That being said, I'm going to completely flip the page and completely discredit the logic that I just tried to lay out there. I think that this game, I think that this game is going to be very competitive. But I think kind of like what you're talking about, Josh, I think this game's going to be more competitive on the defensive side of the ball. You have two offenses that are on the very top of pro football. You mentioned this. We don't need to repeat it. These offenses are very good. I think that the KC defense is a little bit fraudulent. They're a little bit soft, I think. I don't think they've been as hard as they were last year. And I think that with both of these teams having offenses at such a high caliber that I'm kind of leaning towards a team that's going to have the defensive stronghold there. And I think if you're looking at a team who's going to be slightly better defensively, I think you might be looking a little bit towards Tampa Bay. Now, this Super Bowl has kind of been a debate for modernity within football. The age-old saying in all sports is that defense wins championships, right? This game, I think, has a very clear indicator that if defense really does win championships, it's going to have to be Tampa Bay's defense that's going to win this. I think that you give the slight offensive edge to Kansas City simply because Patrick Mahomes is so much more mobile than Tom Brady. But conversely, I think you give the slight defensive edge to Tampa Bay. I think they have a little bit more power up front. They're a little bit less banged up. I like their linebackers. The guy's name is escaping me right now. Um, Devin White? Yes. Yes, exactly, of course. That guy's a fucking stud, and I love their DB core. And I, I just think that Kansas City, everyone's shining that spotlight on their offense so much that they kind of overlook the defense a little bit. I think if this game, I think if that age old quote holds up that defense wins championships, I think Tampa Bay is your Super Bowl 55 winners. That being said, a lot of people are saying that that is old and uh, a relic of a, of a forgotten era. That offense is where it's all at right now. And I think if this game comes down to only offense, Kansas City is going to repeat for the first time since 2004-2005. That being said, Josh, we've talked a lot about this game. Everybody who ever has a fucking microphone and access to the internet has said everything that ever needs to be said about this game. I want to transition things to that only you and I might see. So we're going to transition, sir, into our Super Bowl picks. Obviously, Josh and I's gambling record indicates that we're truly some of the best handicappers out there. Uh, if you do decide to follow us, I encourage you to call 1-800-GAMBLER because you may have a gambling problem. Obviously, everything that Josh and I say is just a reference. Please use it at your own discretion. So, Josh... 
without further ado, I want to give my biggest pick of the entire weekend, the entire Super Bowl Sunday. Here's my biggest bet. I'm going to put $100 Tampa Bay money line. Trevor. You're, you're what? $100 Tampa Bay money line. Wow. I bet against Tom Brady all fucking year. You did? Yes, you did. All year. I said, no, Tom Brady's old. Tom Brady should never have left the Patriots. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick was a recipe that was perfect. Why would you break that up? Why? I thought he was cocky for leaving the Patriots. And he comes to Tampa and he struggles off the rip. And I'm like, yeah, this is Drew Brees. He's going to go out on a fucking cloud. It's going to be perfect for him. What does Tom Brady do to Drew Brees? He takes his fucking stone away from him. He just kills him. Ends his fucking career. Bet against him there. What does Tom Brady have that nobody else in the NFL playing the quarterback position has, Josh? It's really easy. What is it, Trevor? Tell me. Six Super Bowl rings. Six of them? Six. He's got more than an entire fucking hand. There's no quarterback in history to ever do that. He needs two hands. Yeah. And I think that it would be quite foolish of me bet against him. I know that Patrick Mahomes is everything that Patrick Mahomes is. But at the end of the day, you have Tom Brady, a relic of an older era, a guy who literally set the standard for what being a very successful quarterback is versus a guy who's trying to live up to Tom Brady's hype. And I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be a very good and very proficient star in this league for a long time to come. I think Tom Brady beats him here. You do. And actually, more specifically, I think that Tom Brady's defense beats him here. I think Tom Brady's going to be a little bit here and there, but it's going to come down to the point. Tom's going to do enough that it's going to look it's going to look to the, the unknowing eye that he did his part. But I think realistically, this defense is going to be a problem for Patrick Mahomes. I was saying this in the championship weekend. If Patty Mahomes is banged up at all, I think this defense eats him alive. And that front four, I mean, my goodness, sir, they are fucking elite at Tampa Bay. And they're hungrier. I think that I think that KC knows what it's like to win because they won last year. Tampa Bay hasn't even been to a Super Bowl since 2007. And I think that all these young guys around Tom Brady and all these guys who haven't won anything – I think that they're going to see him as kind of like a lighthouse in a storm. They're going to flock towards him. He's going to be able to cool down all everybody's nerves. And I think that Tampa Bay is going to come out and kind of kick KC in the dick. So, Josh, I assume based off your facial reactions that you may not agree with me. Um, For the people at home who can't see Josh's facial reactions, Josh, Speak some words into what you're feeling right now, sir. Paint me a world me a word mural on what's going on in your head. I oh gosh, this is tough. This is tough. My heart and my my head are telling me Kansas City. Really? 
They are, yeah. And you know what? They're they're telling me they're gonna cover too. That's that's kind of bold, if you ask me. That's 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 a little bold. So on your on your official ticket for Super Bowl fifty five, you're gonna take Casey to cover by three. Yes, that's not it though. I don't have the kind of funds to do a hundred dollar bet, you know, but I myself am going to be doing a $25 bet, little parlay. I'm going to go Kansas city to cover and under under six under my God, Josh, I, I respect the cojones that that takes, sir. That is a, that's a pick that I think that that this could set apart you and your your gambling career right here. If this well if this hits for the rest of time, anytime anyone's like, "Oh, you're not going to bet that," you're like, "Dude, I bet the under between Tom Brady and KC, and it hit. Get fucked." I I think just there's too many people who aren't recognizing these defenses enough. I agree, Josh. The, the, I agree. The reason these teams are here are because their defenses have helped their offenses. They've gotten the ball back into their offenses' hands. Yes, sir. That I know, think. I mean, I, I, I'm a believer of defense wins championships, Josh. So you, you're preaching to the choir here, sir, and that's why I had to take Tampa Bay. That's completely fair. It's that's just kind of my gut reaction, you know. It's no, sir. It's respectable. I respect that option. I've there's there is just always this urge in me to take the over though and just see there being a high scoring game, but at the same time, I don't think these defenses are getting enough respect for one another. No, I agree with you, sir. Now, Trevor, I know that you said that we were going to talk a little bit about our parlays so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of start off this little segment here uh, if you're comfortable with that you got anything else you want to wrap up about you know our real picks no man i'm, I'm just excited i i really hope the super bowl for both of our sakes i hope it's tied going into the fourth quarter maybe fucking i don't know 21 21 under looks promising and i hope that fourth quarter starts with two back-to-back touchdowns let's push that over underline within like a field goal. And I hope that that field goal suspense just rides all fucking fourth quarter. <laughs> and that game is won by the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a field goal. So the under still hits. So you can still claim your clout, but I can claim the money line Tampa Bay and we can walk away at least feeling something. I hope this game is closer than I think it might be. That being said, Josh, that's it. That's that's my final take. And I just hope this is the game that we're promised. Yeah, definitely. All right. So now I'm going to dive into a couple of parlays. I'm sorry, not parlays, props that I've, you know, done a little bit of research on. Let's hear them. Seen myself. You know, there, there's some non-football related ones that are pretty interesting. So first one I'm going to take is I'm going to take the Barstool Sportsbook uh, boosted Selection for playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette to score a touchdown. It was plus 120, boosted to 140. I'm gonna hammer that. I think Leonard Fournette is gonna take yeah, that's a lock. 
Yeah, I think I think he's going to score a touchdown. Next yeah. one, I think this one's kind of a fun one. This one's also also through Barstool Sports, but we got Scorigami. And for those of you who don't know what Scorigami is, Scorigami just basically means that between the two teams, you know, the score is going to be a score that's never been recorded in the history of the NFL. So it could be like 55 to 2. There's that that's probably a score that's never happened in the NFL. They have an account on Twitter. You should give them a follow if you're a fellow nerd like me. I personally, when a game starts to get close, I start refreshing that guy's page quite a bit because I'm like, oh, my God, please be a score gummy. (laughs) Yeah. So the odds for that through Barstool are plus 2000. So. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm thinking I'm thinking why not? And the next one I have is Gronk. It's it's a Gronk special and it's for Gronk to have 69 over 69 receiving yards and a touchdown. That's been boosted. I really like that. I think Gronk's going to have a pretty good game. Obviously, when it comes to the Super Bowl, Tom Brady's going to go to who he trusts, who other than Rob Gronkowski. I agree with you, man. I think he gets a toddy for sure. Now, these are some fun, you know, props that I've seen. And I'm not totally – I really want to do place bets on these, but I don't know if, you know, FanDuel or Barstool are going to have these lines or or these prop bets on there. But for me, the one of the best ones that I'm going to be interested in tuning into is the National Anthem. Mm -hmm. This year's National Anthem – Yes, a very big fan favorite. The national uh, anthem this year is being sung by country artists Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan has had experience singing the national anthem. I believe I saw that she sang the national anthem at the NHL All-Star game, All-Star weekend. If I'm correct, I'm not sure, Trevor... I should, I should probably that. know that, but I'm gonna have you to defer. Should I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to defer to our NHL analysts, which are unfortunately not not a part of the program tonight. Uh, what a what a what a shame! We'll have to get him on here sometime soon. Then, so like I said, she has prior experience, and when she did it, she clocked in well under a minute fifty nine between her and Eric Church. I don't see Eric Church stretching it out long oh, enough to make it sir, over I, 59. I I think Eric Church adds a little bit of flair to that. That man I feel like <laughs> speaks real slow. And I and, and like I love Eric Church. Eric Church is one of my favorite country singers, and I think that I think that man alone might go 159. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree there. I, if there's a line on a sports book. Uh, Josh and I will tweet that out from our account at Motor City Bets on Twitter. Yeah, so the next prop bet that I got is the weekend. He is this year's Super Bowl halftime performance. Is his face fucked up? Like, is that confirmed or is that a stunt? I heard, I saw pitches, it looks fucked up. Then I heard, no, no, that's only a PR stunt for a album cover release or some shit. And then I heard, no, no, he actually did it and they're going to revert it back. Like, do you know, are you, are you well in tuned with the weekend's fucking face? Like, I, I'm not sure what to expect. To be honest, I'm not well in tune enough with his face. Damn. So, I, to everyone listening, we apologize for not being up to date on the status of the weekend's face. Lo siento. Our bad. No worries. We'll take so that one. For for the weekend, though, I have 
I'm going to take a wardrobe change. Right now it's set at half. So it's, does he have a wardrobe change or does he not? Definitely changes his wardrobe for sure. From what, from what I've seen and what I've heard, he's put a lot of money into this performance. I saw so he means- dropped seven, seven million of his own dollars on this. There's no fucking way he doesn't change his clothes at least once. He's gonna he's gonna have to do something. I mean, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is one of the most nationally and globally watched events, you know, every year. People are gonna watch, and the weekend has a worldwide audience. I'm in a hammer that he changes his outfit at Absolutely. least. That's once. A, that's the safest bet I've ever seen. That being said, though, the Super Bowl performance, halftime performance last year, that might that might have broken the world. That might have broken the world. Yeah. So maybe maybe the weekend needs to like channel that inner J Lo and try and like I don't know reverse course because we we need to do something. No, we de- there's no doubt that we definitely need to do, you know, something. So transitioning into my next prop, the color of Gatorade poured on the winning coach. Easily a favorite Super Bowl prop. I think this one's a fun one. I've, you know, I've never really thought about this necessarily. I believe the past two years... The color has been orange, and I believe orange is a favorite right now at plus 160. Don't take my word for it. However, I like this year's color of Gatorade to be red. I love that, Josh. Both these teams have red as the primary it, color. Yes. Like, it's oh not, my God, I, yes. If we can find these bets, folks, we will tweet at you guys. We'll let you know where we can find them at. All right, next prop bet. This one, I believe, is on Barstool Sportsbook. I thought it was a really fun one. You know, Super Bowl, end of the year, you're opening up that playbook. You are doing whatever it is that you can to to get an advantage on your opponent. Any offensive lineman slash defensive lineman to score a touchdown, plus 1,100. I love that one, Josh. Not not terrible odds, you know. I could I could very easily see Andy Reid scheming something up where he has a, an extra tackle come in and he rules eligible and he breaks off at the end of the play. Patrick Mahomes kind of dumps it down to him, plus eleven hundred. Easy, I love uh, that. That's a good prop, yeah, Josh. Very, very easy. And the last prop that I've seen that I'm hoping I can take. I think this is going to be a defensive game, but I still think both teams are going to move the ball. I'm going under six and a half punts. I feel like punting and please no one fact checks me here, like point out to a graph or anything like this. Like (laughs) what I'm about to say is completely based off of my own two eyes, which are already not great enough. I mean, my own two eyes plus the, the aid of glasses here. I feel like punting has gotten less and less in each game. I think that under six and a half makes sense. Makes exactly. sense. Not based off data. On fourth down. Not not based off anything other than the fact that it makes sense. Without a doubt. 
I like those props, Josh. I like those props a lot. And I will probably be following you, shockingly, into the battlefield of those props, especially if we can find those fun ones like the color of Gatorade or the wardrobe changes or anything along those lines. I really hope that those kind of things pull up in one of the sportsbooks around us. And if anyone listening can find those before Sunday, please feel free to tweet at us and we will we'll, we'll shout you out and we'll also take take it off of the, off of those sports books. But Josh, I think moving away from the fun props of the Super Bowl, let's get into the nitty-gritty. Let's 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 open up the hood of this beautiful beautiful vehicle and let's look at some of the parlays that are going to probably win us enough money to retire. I'm going to go ahead and start here. My first parlay that I think is pretty much has to be more than likely should be a lock has got to be Kelsey to score a tutty, Hill to score a tutty, Fournette to score a tutty, and Chris Godwin to score a tutty. That on FanDuel puts you out at plus 1448 odds. Now, if you guys. You guys thought I was going to give you only one parlay that probably should hit. No, I'm going to give you two. My second one is Tampa Bay plus three, plus the over at 55 and a half, plus the over at the first quarter at 10 and a half. That gives you plus 495 odds. I know that goes directly against what our good friend Josh is telling you guys to do. And honestly, I hope that under hits for him, but I, that over is going to be close, and this line's a couple points below where his line is. So if you can get it at 55, 55 and a half, I think it's pretty good value. And I think that first quarter is going to be pretty high scoring. I think these two teams are going to start off red hot. And I think we're going to see ourselves slow down by the time we reach the fourth quarter. So I love that over in the first quarter. I might add that to my own prop list, even if I don't do this parlay. Josh, I know you got a couple. I know you got a parlay that's cooked up that you think is for sure pretty much a lock. Let's hear what that is, sir. Yeah, you know, surprisingly, it's not my, it's not this parlay. You know, I wanted to have a little bit of variety for for this year's Super Bowl when it came to you know my first time gambling, especially on the Super Bowl. So I kind of came up with this parlay, and I'm calling it the Arrowhead Attack Parlay. Ooh, fantastic name, sir. Kind of sexy, right? Rolls off the tongue. Ooh, yeah, sounds good. All right, so I've got Kansas City money line. I've got over on the points. Wow, Hill. Over on his yards prop. Kelsey over on his yards prop. Kelsey over on his receptions prop. And Patrick Mahomes on his passing yards prop. Again, it's called the Arrowhead Arrowhead attack for a reason. You Uh, do know that the over on passing yards is 0-4 in the last two Super Bowls, right? You recall me saying that, Sati, earlier today. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely heard that. Just want to warn you as a good friend, I I want to put it out there that that has been mentioned on this show. It has. It has been mentioned, and I appreciate you notifying me about that, but... You know, like I said, I'm I'm trying to spice it up. You know, I'm trying I respect to. It. I, I love I love the arrowhead attack. I don't know personally if I want to throw any weight behind it, Fair. but if it hits, I'm rooting for you, and I'll always be happy to see you succeed. Especially if that success means also that Tampa Bay wins. Hey, I mean, you know, 
it is it is what it is. You, you don't have to ride with me. But I, one thing I've definitely learned when it comes to gambling is that you can't put all your eggs in one basket. And no, if I'm going to go Kansas City and I'm going to go, you know, Kansas City doesn't, you know, their offense plays really well. Let's May as well say, capitalize on it. Ex- exactly. Plus, you I'm know, here for it, man. One thing I may do is I may change the over of the overall game to the under. No, you don't think so? You got to roll with what you said, man. So, like, uh, here's right, my thought process. Right. I, today, just to, I mean, not today, rather yesterday, Thursday, the day before this episode is going to come out, I had a six-leg parlay for NHL goal scorers. That's, a, that's high. I hit five of six, which is also pretty high. That sixth guy I had in there, I had a different guy in there at first, and I was like, no, nah, like, this guy – He's probably not going to score tonight. So I removed him. This guy was Sebastian Ajo of the Carolina Hurricanes, for those who are did big he, NHL Did he fans. score tonight? He did. He so I removed him. I removed him from my parlay, and I added Tyler Toffoli of the Montreal Canadiens. Tyler Toffoli didn't even fucking have an assist tonight, let alone a goal. <laughs> so, Josh... If you feel the need to switch from the <laughs> under to the over as one of your good friends, one of your longtime buddies, I will support you in anything that you do. But I must warn you, if you do that, your Vegas knows. Vegas always knows. We've had this conversation off mic with some of our other friends, uh, especially the guys who are getting into gambling. They're just starting off. Vegas knows. I don't know how they know, but they have they, a tab. They, they have a tab on everybody and everything at all times, and they just know. So if you start doubting yourself and changing your opinion, Vegas That's, is going to do the opposite. Yep. You may be like you may be innately right, but Vegas is going to realize that and it's going to say, "No, fuck you. You're wrong." <laughs> and that's how you're going to learn. I mean, like you know, I I learned tonight. You know, I was I was just this close away, this close, a tiny little bit away from pure success. But no, I ended the night zero and ten because I believe that Oregon had the audacity to just lose. How fun <laughs> is that? I'm gonna confirm that. I'm gonna confirm that. But please, Trevor, I need I need to know. While I'm confirming this, Josh. Let's move away from our, like, relatively safe parlays to our no-fucking-way parlays. I have a pretty good one dialed up. And, Josh, I know you have a pretty good one dialed up. So, why don't you tell everybody your no-fucking-way parlay? I have a no-fucking-way parlay, and it's massive. It's it's 13 legs. Let's hear it, Josh. <laughs> I... Nope, Trevor, I need – I just saw your face. I need you to explain what you just saw. <laughs> I had a lot of parlays tonight. I was feeling real parlay heavy. I won a lot of money <laughs> yesterday. I was feeling real confident. I was fucking – I was feeling myself. I was greedy. I was like, I, I, I am seeing the lines better than Vegas. One of these parlays, one of – the many parlays that I had tonight that only missed by one team happened to happen again. I had a college basketball parlay, a relatively conservative one. 
I took Stanford at California. Stanford was minus 240 point favorites. Not bad. I took Oregon State at Washington. Oregon State was minus 245 point favorites. I took Oregon at Washington State. Oregon was minus 770 point favorites. You know what Oregon decided to do today? Loose. <laughs> the only other bet that I had in that parlay was Minnesota at Rutgers. I took Rutgers minus 240. Rutgers won. Oregon at minus 770. Fucking lost. Fuck. Fuck college fucking basketball, dude. I am losing my fucking ass on college goddamn fucking basketball. Trevor, take yes. a deep breath. It's just it's just sad, man. 0 and 10 today. 0 and 10. Uh, that's tough. And I know I feel I feel so bad for you. You know, obviously, as we wrap up this podcast, you and I were gonna dive in to our picks. I I feel for you uh, on that parlay. But on Wednesday, Trevor, I had a parlay go for the picks portion of this podcast. And let me tell you, Trevor, I had Virginia Moneyline minus 295. They won. That's great. Big, nice. I have Villanova at St. John's. Villanova Moneyline minus minus 530. They lost. (laughs) College basketball. Georgetown at Creighton. Creighton money line. Minus 1250. <laughs> Creighton lost, Trevor. Don't tell me don't. Oh, my goodness. They, Creighton. The Creighton Blue Jays lost. That's now, you embarrassing. Ready? You ready for the cherry on top? Yeah, hit me with it, Josh. I took number five, Houston. Yeah, number five at, in the country. At East Carolina. East Carolina, who's a who, who is East Carolina? Never heard of them. They're not making the tournament. Houston was minus 2,500. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Houston lost, Trevor. <laughs> I created this parlay thinking it was a virtual lock. <laughs> oh, three man. of those teams, three out of the four teams are in the top 15. Vegas baptizes through fire, my guy. I don't know what to tell you. Two of those teams, Trevor, were in the top five, and they lost. So, you know, that was a beautiful little off-topic. I'm happy you got a chance to vent. You need it. Everyone needs to, <laughs> to get their emotions off their chest. I'm happy for you. Um, I guess we both just gotten fucked. Uh, classic. That being said, though, yeah. let's let's move on to happier trails. The no fucking way this doesn't hit parlay. You yes, said you have eight. You have eight legs in this one. Uh, I have thirteen. Legs. Oh right, right, thirteen. No way. No fucking way it doesn't hit. Let's hear your no yeah. fucking way it doesn't hit thirteen leg parlay, Josh, for the Super Bowl. Let's go. So this is my can't. Fucking lose parlay. Love. And there's no fucking way it doesn't hit. Love it. I took this through FanDuel because they allow me to do same game parlay with altering scores and such. I've got over 48 and a half points. Kelsey to score anytime. Hill to score 
Hill to score anytime. Of course. Playoff Lenny, anytime touchdown. Lock. Travis Kelsey, over 80 receiving yards. Seems fair. Tyree Kill, over 70 receiving yards. Classic. Mahomes, 275 plus yards. All purpose or passing? Passing. Okay. I, I, I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Antonio Brown, 25 plus receiving yards. Ah, that's my first question, but I'd have to believe that in the Super Bowl, Antonio Brown gets at least 25, right? You'd have exactly. to think. You have to think. I he's believe Antonio he's been, fucking Brown. Exactly. And I think between him and Mike Evans, they've been really the only two wide receivers being targeted at least come yeah, playoff well, time. Well, Chris Evans has been too deep. Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? I meant Chris Godwin. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. No worries. So I've got, you know, Antonio Brown, 25 plus plus 25 receiving yards. I have big Mike, big Mike Evans, baby, over 40 receiving yards. I took the Leonard Fournette over rushing props straight up. Nothing altered. 48 and a half rushing like yards. And lastly, I took Chiefs money line for overall odds of plus Five five thousand five hundred nineteen. Wager ten dollars to win five hundred and fifty one dollars. I don't it. hate that. I don't hate don't that. Don't hate that. No, I don't hate that. <laughs> but I do see that, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to raise you one. Really? Oh yeah. Oh mine's, boy. Uh, mine's merely only an eight leg parlay, which is a little simpler for the people back home. Kelsey, anytime TD. Hill, anytime TD. Guaranteed. Playoff Lenny, anytime TD. Guaranteed. Gronk, anytime TD. That'll happen. Brady, over 0.5 yards rushing. Okay. Interesting. I'm familiar with the with with the tumultuous past of of quarterbacks in the Super Bowl and they're rushing our props, but half a yard. <laughs> the man can give me half a yard. <laughs> Plus, Kelsey over ninety eight and a half yards receiving. Plus, Hill first half tutty scorer. So all he has to do is score one touchdown in the first half. And two of your enough. props hit. Plus. Kelsey, second half score. He has to score a touchdown at any point in the second half. Josh, $10. $10 pays out 1796 Wow. It has Holy. to hit, man. It has to hit. There's no way it doesn't. There's no chance. That's, that's the biggest lock that I've ever seen. Easily. Easily. Wow. Actually, it's probably going to come down. With my fucking luck, it's going to come down to Brady at fucking half yard rushing. He's going to have rush for a half or for one yard. So he's going to be sitting at one and be happy. It's going to be late in the fourth quarter. He's going to take a knee and he's going to knee himself out of the half yard. I'm going to get like fucked. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Just exactly like that. And I'm going to get fucked on this bet for 1796 or whatever the fuck it is. That That's just how it's going to go. <laughs> Well, Josh, 
you and I have beaten this Super Bowl up pretty hard. We've talked about it for now two episodes in a row. Everybody in sports media who has a mic and an access to the internet has brought up the Super Bowl and talked about it. We've met. We've met our end. We have our picks. You're riding KC. I'm riding Tampa Bay. Seems to be that easy. I say, let's place a gentleman's bet between the two of us. Two good friends. Let's do podcast it. Hosts. Tampa Bay wins. You buy me a six-pack. If KC wins, I'll buy you a six-pack. Seems straightforward. Seems fair enough. All right, we're Gentlemen. virtually shaking over, obviously, six foot of distance. We'll, we'll settle this bet when COVID is not a thing anymore. Beautiful bet, by the way. Thank you. Oh, perfect on you, too. Thank so, you. So, Josh, I want to transition us after that beautiful act of gentlemanliness to the last segment of today's show, which is the weekend picks. I have a history on this program of being terrible. And I think that I'm going to have to break it this week. I'm going to have to bounce back. So to do that, I'm going to start by indicating my record here. I went, I'm now three, eight, and one on the program, which is just phenomenal. Dog shit. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, Coming from a man who is just four and nine on the program, I'm sure that's much better. Uh, that being said, I have three picks for you guys this weekend, not including my Super Bowl picks, obviously. First pick, this one's going to seem a little almost too obvious. Michigan State, money line, on the road against Nebraska. It's a little bit back to the bread. All right. <laughs> this next one might make even more sense. <laughs> It's Wings money line on the road against Tampa Bay. This is a little back to the butter, a little back to Trevor, the bread and butter. Trevor, 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 I got to stop you there. You know, the Wings haven't won a game in Tampa in over nine, I think over 10 years, almost 10 years. Yeah, no more. That's got to stop at some point, Josh. It can't continue forever. And you think with one of the worst teams in the NHL, they're going to do it? These losing streaks can't continue forever. They just can't. It's not possible. It's not possible. They're not going to lose every game. I know they're not going to lose every game, but Trevor, they're going up against the defending Stanley Cup champions. They're not going to lose every game, Josh. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Same thing with Michigan State, man. Like My mind's telling me to take them to cover or Nebraska money line maybe, but no. No, I'm going to stick true to my alma mater. I'm rolling Michigan State. And if I'm going to roll with Michigan State, I may as well roll with the fucking Detroit Red Wings. I'm going to have to do it. I don't have a choice. (laughs) I do have a choice in this next bet. And this next bet, um, chef's kiss. So I found great success in betting individual players to score at least one point in the NHL and then parlaying that together. So my at least one point prop parlay for the NHL this weekend all of this is happening on Friday. The time of this episode comes out. You take David Posternock with the Boston Bruins plus Braden Point of Tampa Bay Lightning plus Mark Stone, Stone, the captain of the Vegas Golden Knights, plus Patrick Hornquist, frontline guy on the Panthers. There's no way this doesn't hit, Josh. That's going to bail me out of all the bullshit I've been finding myself in. I've been getting saved by these at least one-point parlays, and I'm honestly surprised I can still keep betting on them because 
after today, I am now seven out of my last nine hitting these. Interesting. Yeah. So they're pretty legit. That's, that's that's pretty successful if you ask me. So is that is that what you think is gonna get you to, to six and eight? Six, eight, and one here, Trevor? Well, yeah, but I'm going to give a little bonus pick for the people. This one doesn't count towards the card. This is not at all all towards the card. This is just me feeling generous about the people, me thinking about everybody, me taking into context two of the best sports in North America, which happens to be the National Football League and the National Hockey League. So, Josh, we've discussed at nauseum here. This Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay also has a championship hockey team who only plays Friday night this week. All what right, I'm, I'm listening. What, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to parlay Moneyline Tampa Bay hockey team and parlay Moneyline Tampa Bay football team into a little Florida take-all parlay. Now, yes, that does go directly against my second pick of the wings because they are playing Tampa Bay. <laughs> but... This one's got well, a little it doesn't bit more. Count. Yeah, this one this doesn't count at all. It's just if you're trying to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of Florida classic here for you. Yeah, sprinkle in. Sprinkle in Tampa Bay Lightning and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A little Tampa Bay success run. I I have to say, you know, as as your friend and as your as your brother, I want all of these bets to hit for you as Thank my you, co-host. I want you to go 0 and 3. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've got three picks for this week. And my first pick is for tonight. For this pick, I'm going with the Raptors and the Nets. And I'm taking the over in this game. Fred Van Fleet just came off a game where. I believe he was 11 of 14 from three. He had 54 points. He scored the most points in franchise history as an undrafted uh, free agent, undrafted rookie. That's incredibly impressive. And then, you, you know, you can th- back, go back to back. Then I feel like he's probably going to choke under the pressure now. I do 54 points, 11 of 14. That's hard to repeat. I still, he's still one of the better guards in the NBA. Fair. Him, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, OG and Anuba. Uh, they got they got weapons, and then obviously the Nets are are led by their three headed monster of Katie Harden right. and Kyrie. So I see the over hitting there. Then for Saturday, I got a nice little college basketball parlay. You did steal one of my picks. I wanted to go MSU money line. You putting that in a parlay? I'm putting that in a parlay. Four game skid. Michigan State's parlay in a parlay. I love the I love the respect. I will, no matter how poorly I talk about this team, I will never turn my back on them. I live bet them. To, I live bet against them, against Iowa, and it bit me in the so ass. So did unfortunately. I. I took was, them at half. I took I took them a little before half, too. I took them when they were up like six. <laughs> that really hurt. So my college basketball parlay for Saturday is Michigan State money line. I got Alabama money line. I really like Alabama and the way that they've been looking. I got Oklahoma money line. I look, love the way that they've been playing and, and you know, the chemistry that they got down, going on down there. I've got Duke versus North Carolina. I'm taking Duke money line here. Don't know the odds. Don't know the spread. I like the Duke Blue Devils, even though they're having a very down year, along with North Carolina. 
I'm going to ride with the Blue Devils here and Jalen Johnson. That dude's a stud. <laughs> Top six to 10 draft pick in the NBA next year. And for this last leg, I'm torn. I've got Drake, and I'm not sure if I want to take them to cover or I want them money line. They've done a very good job of covering this year, as you know. You gotta, Charlie. you gotta, you gotta roll with them. You gotta roll with them to cover. All right, uh, you, you have what? to. to, to you, uh, you put any MSG money line in this? Like, you may as well like flop them on the table. You gotta take them to cover. It, there it is, Drake. I'm taking Drake to cover. That is my parlay for college basketball on. Saturday, and then I got one last pick. Hopefully, to vault me to seven and nine. It's in the NBA. I'm going to take the Nuggets and the Kings over. Nuggets are one of the higher scoring teams. I believe they cover the over in about seventy percent of their games. Nuggets are a good team. Kings are going to have to keep up. There's really nothing else to it. De'Aaron Fox is hopefully going to go off for fifty, and Jamal Murray can do the same, and Nikola Jokic. The Serbian knight can go do his thing and drop a nice little 50 ball as well. See, man, I, I love these picks out of you, and I also hope that they work to some extent. But at the same Thank time, you. I do also hope that you get fucked and lose every single bet <laughs> that you place in the weekend picks. I want you to win all of your other bets for sure, because a lot of your other bets I'm also a part of here because you know, outside of the weekend picks, part of the, the show, Josh and I typically ride together. Of course. Um, and that's the way said, it is. You know, we, we've reached our time here today, and I want to wish everybody a happy Super Bowl weekend. It's the weekend everyone's been looking forward to. I really hope that this Super Bowl can turn out to be the Super Bowl that everyone hopes and dreams that it is. And even if it isn't, go out and win some money, have some fun. Socially distance, but, you know, catch up with some friends, have a good time, eat some fucking bullshit food, enjoy the commercials. Oh, yeah. I'm an ad guy. I might I might break down a couple of commercials on the upcoming show here. We're, we'll uh, definitely have a, po- a a section of our top three commercials perfect, from perfect for, from the Super Bowl. There's no doubt about that. We ha- we have to. We have to. Well, with that being said, everybody, I want you all to have a fantastic weekend. Please like and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's right. We're out on Apple Podcasts now. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal. Like us on Spotify, follow us, do everything you can, support the show, tell a friend, follow us on Twitter at Motor City Bets, and most importantly, bet responsibly. Have a good time, and we will catch up with you guys come Tuesday. Peace.